Hello and welcome to Michael and Ivanka's Grand Podcast, a weekly podcast where we try and figure out how to do our little bit to fix the coming apocalypse. To prevent, to prevent. <laughs> well, repair the... Well, it's in progress, if you ask me, so... Yeah, it's, the apocalypse <laughs> has started. We try and slow it down. Uh, not just, and there's climate, there's markets, there's politics, there's technology. We, I'm going to say we're, pro, we're in a singularity. We're in the middle of it and it's nuts. <laughs> My name's Michael Forrest. And I'm Ivanka Magic. And this week we're going to talk about how to be effective. This is our first recording of the new year and we've seen a lot of stuff I think a lot of people have been saving things up for 2019, like get Christmas out of the way and then let's really kind of double down on all of these things, even to the point that you see HSBC just launched a campaign about sort of this isn't an island. So even that and the Brexit film came out. I've started doing a load of stuff. We're we're just seeing stuff coming from all over the place. And um, we need to, we want to add to that momentum, right? Yes. The, The battlegrounds are technological, social media progress social change all these all these places because it's one thing just to do something but it's another entire thing to actually successfully make any progress or actually you know do something effectively yeah i think there's the doing something to make yourself feel better and doing something that's actually going to make a difference exactly are two different things How's it going, Ivanka? What have you been doing? It's it's going well. I've started a new project. I've driven we've driven our van back from Croatia. We're now back in Brighton, so the audio quality should be marginally better. <laughs> oh, that echo is uh, making me sad. Yeah. Then, uh, <laughs> yeah, so we're here. I have started a new contract with the Ministry for Communities, Housing and Local Government, mm-hmm. um, which means I'm in the Home Office building, which means I ha- actually have to get take ID with me to work to get through security every morning. Mm-hmm. And I'm not allowed to go in or out unescorted, which is a bit of a pain. Metal detector? Uh, the whole shebang. Yeah. Oh, wow. uh, yeah. The building's quite interesting. They've got lots of like everything about it is about reducing your carbon footprint so if you do have a disposable coffee cup from the cafe it is all compostable right um so it's quite interesting but i've been very busy so how how are you i've got a lot of um little things i've been doing so i wrote to my mp oh yeah i had an idea about theresa may that's something that might get through to her which is self-interest I'm just going to read this out. But it's become clear that people voted leave for many different reasons, many of which have been revealed as misleading or false since the vote. People might cling on principle to the result of the referendum, but in most cases, remaining in the EU would make them much better off than they would out. It's the responsibility of our elected leaders to make smart decisions on our behalf, not to obey our whims on subjects we know nothing about. Just as you wouldn't let a child eat sweets all day, the government shouldn't let disenfranchised people make their lives even worse by following through on something that started as a self-interested political gamble 
Gamble by David Cameron. Meanwhile, those of us who do see the bigger picture, or in my case, simply understand that cooperation always eventually trumps any other strategy, are furious with Cameron May et al because we see a total lack of responsibility, a willful sacrificing of the futures of our most vulnerable citizens, a contemptuous attitude of you asked for it, you're going to get it, favouring the letter of the law over the spirit of the law, doing what is the worst for people to protect their own political standing instead of accepting the blowback that would result from doing the right thing. My argument is this. Theresa May, you're scared of going against the will of the people, but these people are powerless. They voted leave because they were sick of being ignored, and this is the only real power they've ever been offered. They will be unhappy whatever happens because the system isn't built to support them. They will soon discover that immigrants or other people with no power were not to blame for their problems, and the status quo will continue as they find themselves even worse off. But those of us who do have a bit more power, a bit more education, a bit more awareness, those of us who previously accepted our political system because it didn't really affect us too much, those of us who previously had the privilege of not having to think about politics, those of us who expected you to do your job of running the country, looking after roads, the sick, the schools and the planet, we're angry now. We're angry with you. We're not unemployed, we're not silent and worst of all for you, we're not stupid. If you drop the ball by following through with this asinine debacle, we'll come for you. We'll find another way to run things because a system of self-interested agents who've become experts at playing politics and having superficial public arguments does not seem to be compatible with the objectives of running our country. Many of us who used to grudgingly accept the status quo are becoming politically activated. Many smart people are being forced to think about these things with a new level of urgency. Our irritation has turned to fury. Career politicians will have to face us down, look us in the eye and realise that we see through them. We see their lack of principles, a lack of respect for the people who they are charged with governing and their utter incapacity for doing their actual job of allocating our collective resources in a way that benefits the most people possible. Theresa May cancel Brexit and we'll go back to our lives. We'll grumble and privately complain, but we'll probably have more urgent priorities than thinking about your job. But if you follow through on Brexit, you'll feel the consequences for years to come and I don't think you're going to like them. So that's my letter. That I, well, I just kind of wrote it to, to my MP to say, look, this is my thinking. Appeal to the fucking politician. What but do you think? I think it's a, a very, very powerful letter. <laughs> <laughs> with some very strong words and ideas, you should put it out in the world. Yeah, I'll put it out as well. I just wanted to see. It's like a, there's a 14-day... I got a reply saying, we'll reply in 14 days. 14 I'm days. like, OK, fine. It's eight days ago. That Your, your email outlines some ideas that form the nub of what gives me hope and stops me being really depressed. The first thing that, that the listeners won't know is that mm. I, my first slack to Michael this morning was I didn't sleep very well because I had loads of apocalyptic dreams because I watched this video about climate change yesterday. Something I'd been storing up because I knew it was going to be bad. Um, it's full of data, scary data. But, but actually, I have hope for that very reason that we are not... Yes, there, are a, there is a small group of very powerful and very rich people in this, on this planet, but there are many, many, many of us now who have more power than we think. Yeah. We really do. And it's really a matter we, of our priorities. Yeah. And if they, they you know, they're dropping the ball, we're going to step in. We're going to get involved. Yeah.
second thing we've we've sort of like got a bit more rolling is our done good system. Yes, done good. So Ivanka and I have been talking over the last few weeks. We've got a little league table of how many how much we're thinking about other people, how many things we're doing for the climate, how many things we're doing for each other, like instead of just you know, selfish things uh, or things we have to do. But you'd basically say, I did a good deed, whatever, I give it a number of points and then we just keep score. And we've been we've been sort of marking up the scores each week. But a couple of weeks ago now, I actually made it so that we can bring more people in. And I've just sort of done another redesign of the homepage that accommodates sort of like uh, sort of a few users now. Uh, it's still not Twitter, but it's it's kind of like a very first version of something that you can use. So if you are ready to commit to the idea of doing good things for other people and getting points for that <laughs> like if you if you want a, a little bit of motivation if you want to get into compete with us on how much good you're doing in the world it's it's time if you're ready you can come you can join and you can see our scores and you can see how you're doing versus either of us or anyone else that you can sort of bring on what's your experience of it been Ivanka it does make me uh I was a bit worried the f- couple of days this week because I was like oh I've done I've been driving back and I haven't done anything and I haven't been out into the air so I haven't really been I had an opportunity to be nice to anybody or do anything <laughs> but I uh it does make me think to make sure what I can what you know at the end of the day have I done anything that's done good worthy <laughs> yeah um and you know go, going into into work on Tuesday, i had no idea really where i was going what the facilities were blah 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 so i'd got my sort of keep cup and a and a, and a mm. spork <laughs> but i couldn't get to the canteen so i had to mm. you know i had to take a soup bowl but i was like oh no no i don't need a lid and i don't need a plastic spoon <laughs> and i was like you know it's kind of like because i do i also don't want the minus points yeah cause yeah because you I'm, lose I'm quite, points as well if yeah. you if anchor and this if was you. something i'd never really considered in my original idea for this thing but it's quite effective it's like you don't only get points for doing good things but you also lose points for you know if you do yeah. take that plastic bag sorry minus one so that's another thing like you commit to this you've got to sort of like come clean about that stuff <laughs> to, to yourself and to everybody <laughs> to else yeah. um, but equally it was quite funny because going into the home office building you have to go through quite stringent security if you know you've got laptops and all sorts of stuff you know you're going to take a while and there's a guy behind me sort of suited white privileged <laughs> bosh bloke and i was like oh you haven't got any tech on you or a bag why don't you go ahead of me and he was like Oh, uh, thank you. And then I was, then he walked past me in the queue, went, thank you. And then it got to the other end of the queue, said, thank you again. <laughs> he was completely freaked out, like, genuinely, Brilliant. by this idea that I turned to him and went, would you like to go ahead? So I don't know what effect that's going to have on his, on his life for the rest of the day, but it was quite funny watching him be really perturbed. When I would normally hesitate, perhaps, yeah. and sort of go, oh, you know, now that we've got the done good app, I obviously want to beat Michael every week. And I'm fucking sick of it. <laughs> I'm getting a bit sick of, and I think, my, I think that it's adding up, but I've finally put, like, it's tallying up the wins, losses and draws, and I have not yeah. fucking won once in... <laughs> In seven, eight weeks. And it's like, um, so it's just making me have to go, right, okay, I've really got to pull my finger out and figure something out to beat see, Ivanka I, <laughs> at least once. At least I can beat Ian. The other thing that is nice about it, though, is because whenever you sort of go, oh, oh, you know, what is the point of just being nice to one person or whatever? It's like when you actually start seeing the points tally up. Suddenly, it's like I've done quite a few good things, or mm. you know, I've I've removed a few plastic things from the the world. Yeah. So so I think in terms of 
an effective idea? What 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 makes this? Cause I think it it feels effective to me. I mean, to us certainly, and we'll see yeah. if it. Uh, basically, if you want to sign up to this, and if you're ready to commit to the idea of kind of getting into competition with us, come to donegood.app. Donegood.app. I'll put a link in down below, and you can you can sort of click through and see our stuff. There's a link down the bottom, but if you click that sign, there's a sign in with Google button, and if you do that, then that's basically you committing to getting involved. Or just like you can drop us an email first if you're not sure. Hello at grandpodcast.com. But look, I I, I th- this feels effective to me and i did uh, and and it's it's come out of our conversations but it was also like something i'd been sitting on for a few years now and it and it i'd sort of brainstormed like a lot of things that i felt an effective platform would be i wish i had these notes actually from years ago it's something i learned from my first viral thing that i made i, I mentioned it before the dickheadometer which was just like a little questionnaire online that that you asked you questions about a funny song that was on the internet to find out how much of a hipster you are and then at the end of it you got a score like a percentage score of how much of a dickhead you are and uh, you could tweet that and, and and it ended up going quite viral like around london certainly like but um i realized as i sort of you know i sort of go went to the park with some friends and i noticed the social dynamic in that group it's not just oh is it oh that's cool i'd like to do this there was also a sort of like pressure like a social pressure on you well i've admitted to being a dickhead my dickhead percent well it's not fair if you don't too it was it wasn't just this is funny this is interesting this the virality wasn't just a positive it also had a bit of that social mm, obligation yeah. to it yeah, yeah. and that that was something i kind of fed in with a lot of other stuff like i i did you know i was i'd been running my happiness app for a while and one of the conclusions i had from that was i think the best route to happiness is you know, looking outwards, helping other people, like not thinking about yourself all the time, doing things for other people. So the goal of this was always to sort of achieve happiness through thinking about other people. But also because it's this like score table and it's this thing, I don't want Ivanka to bloody beat me <laughs> every bloody time. <laughs> so I feel like I think we've sort of got a little successful microcosm of that working so i'd like to see Uh, uh, there's no proof that it's going to scale one thing that uh you and i speak every week yes and so and we're actively engaged in this idea of making you know making the world better Mm. uh making ourselves better all those kind of things so so we have a rhythm to it and we we are um respectfully competitive i think (laughs) on a few things so you know like not in a i do get some pleasure from 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 beating you (laughs) and i get some pain from being defeated (laughs) (laughs) so uh but equally it's all you know well spirited well the the net is a positive like yes exactly and i also i when you said we were looking at it a couple of weeks ago and it seemed like we couldn't make it past seven Mm. i think i also that made me that presented itself as a bit of a challenge to me as well. I was like, mm, really? <laughs> it's like, surely we can do it. So there's those micro competitions sort of with yourself as well as, and, you know, even even discussing these things. I had a, a frank conversation with a colleague at work yesterday that I probably wouldn't have had if we didn't have these sorts of conversations of mm. measuring what we're trying to do. It's like where many times I just go, oh, pfft. I'm just going to walk past that. I'm yeah. just going to not say that. I'm like, now I'm on the points. <laughs> mm. 
Whereas my, I've given myself some points for like engaging with people that I just, just because of what I've been saying, I kind of have to follow through and yeah, yeah, like, yeah, but, yeah. And it's from the podcast, but then like realizing, okay, this anxiety I'm feeling, at least I can save it as a point on on Dunkard, <laughs> and like it's not for nothing. It kind of gets accumulated. Like, I mean, it's not for nothing anyway. But this way, it's just you get recognition. Like. Well, yeah, but that's the thing. It's like if you don't get the recognition, then it's it is very easy to just sort of like disavow it and forget about it, especially if it didn't feel particularly successful. It's yeah. like this. I kind of feel like okay, that's that's in the bank now, right? Good. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. did something. It's in the bank. <laughs> it made me feel very, you know, uncomfortable, but it's, you know, it's done. <laughs> thing on my mind at the forefront of my mind at the moment is this idea that I've sort of cited on the podcast already which is I can see a through line that I think would work for me or something that I could do that might have some effect of raising the level of conversation around things is to sort of start this video like content thing about just what if we could just start from scratch where the technology is now what would we do how would we put society together, given what we know and given, you know, where we're up to? If there weren't any sort of like, if we weren't mired in legacy and politics and everyone's sort of preconceptions, what would we do? The, the working title is now the, the, the final title is Blank State. And you can go to blankstate.org and sort of start to have a look at that. But I've been mostly putting stuff on Facebook this week and I'm just about to finish my first... I'm going to try and finish this first video today, um, which I've been furiously animating. So I, I kind of wrote up my kind of mission statement on that. But then I had a bit of a moment earlier this week where I thought... Because I put some stuff out, had a bit of a disagreement with one person, kind of like, talked to them and ended up expanding my own understanding of something quite a lot just from having that little kind of interaction and, and then just serendipitous hearing this podcast the, the the team human podcast and just the team human movement is just every single episode of that has been like this is exactly the thing this is exactly the sort of and I'm sort of learning and being inspired by every episode. I'm starting from episode one. And so episode two or three or something was all about the money system. And the first post I'd put on Blank State was a sort of money thing about like, what if we use time instead of money? But I was thinking a couple of days in, I was thinking, right, this is this is all a bit earnest. Right. And we've talked about this on the podcast. And I don't think you know, people will tune out if it's you know earnest stuff even like i met up with someone on wednesday like i'm moving into this new studio space and met one of the other people there for, and they, they sort of asked me oh you know like it came up that i was working on this thing and i sort of mentioned brexit and you just saw this guy's face kind of go oh, as he was reminded that this thing existed and just that that's the added that's the response when well like we're making a concerted effort to think about this every week but most people you sort of remind them about brexit and they're like oh, <laughs> he'd just been talking about his like art practice you know and like oh i do yeah, this yeah. with concrete and i photorealistically paint pebbles and then suddenly being reminded of climate disaster or trump is like ah, flipping out am i supposed to do yeah, anything yeah, if you yeah. punch me in the face with that so yeah. so that's why we've talked about you know humor being important in that so i i thought like what if the um tagline is shut up this is going to be easy 
So I kind of put the most earnest, like, okay, here's a here's an idea of how you could build a new society, but then make the implementation, the steps to achieving it, uh, like, f- a bit more frivolous, a yeah, bit yeah, more yeah, of yeah, a yeah. sort of an open, jokey discussion. And if any, yeah. and then the idea that if anyone starts to go, but but, but you just go, shut up, this is going to be easy, and that could be something people can just sort of respond with. Yeah. So. Um, uh, I want to see how that how that works out, but it's my hope that that strategy of it sort of like invites people to brainstorm in that yes and way, and also gives you a tool to kind of get rid of people that are being cynical because it's so easy to be cynical yeah, if yeah, you're yeah, trying yeah. talking about big ideas. So that so we've t- so humor and and this is this is a content thing which obviously seems like not a thing, but then you know you watch the Brexit film or you know about brexit that was one on the battleground of facebook ads one of the things a friend of mine said very early on in this whole thing is like look at how much money and effort they put in and how many you know laws they broke and evil things they did and their margin is tiny yeah you know we don't need to do that much work to beat them Mm. but that's the thing with the brexit (laughs) the brexit film that i mean for it was they they dumbed down the kind of Dominic Cummings motives, I thought, and kind of made it a bit of a like Mr. Robot kind of generic anti whatever anti-establishment something or other. But I mean, he is worried about the AI apocalypse, worried about all these kind of technological revolutions and social change is going to be upon us. And he just believes that the EU is just incapable of dealing with although i don't see that the british government has any better hope either so i don't know why or 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 him you know his idea of dealing with it is to destroy something wicked well done (laughs) well he's certainly had the he's successfully activated people like well me i mean you were already activated but i wasn't activated before all this i was just getting on with my life and now i'm i'm coming out um, but what they did do that was a bit rough was you they they actually sort of dramatised all of the stuff that I kind of feel like was more after it had happened. But they had the sort of head of the Remain campaign having these frustrated conversations about the fact that people were eating up this NHS bus thing, even though it was based on nothing, and saying and coming into the room telling them the truth. And then just seeing, then just showing, sort of dramatising the emotional reaction of someone just going, I'm just sick of being ignored and, and you're always calling me racist and like whatever you say, like just being right isn't enough to break through that thing. Whereas the Leave campaign were keying into this nostalgia, this, um, well, this is how to be effective. Let's talk about the Leave campaign. Right, they were yeah, yeah, yeah. profoundly effective, and I thought I didn't think they were going to make as much of that leave bus and that slogan. Let's take back control. I mean, they made it. They kind of overblew. It was a bit like it reminded me of the Doors film where they've got the keyboard player going, sort of playing like a sort of half version of the intro to Light My Fire, and he's sort of going. I'm just, and then they sort of like. Are you coming out to the bar? And he's like, I'm just going to come up with some kind of intro. And I'm like, that's not. not." And it still reminded me of that. It's like got Dominic Cummings. It's got take control. And they're kind of like doing this whole thing of like not showing the board because you're like, oh, they're going to want to see the slogan in there. And then it kind of comes in. It just and then later on, they have a scene where he's he's reading some book about child rearing or something. It's like a nostalgia. Of, and then he's like, take 
back. Contr- and then fucking 20 seconds on his face going, I am so happy with what I have just invented. I mean, it was like... But, uh, so I was surprised they did that. But, I mean, as a campaign, that is very yeah. effective. That's very an emotional effective. thing. It's like we all kind of yearn for simpler times. And, and it's an emotional... And, and they even said, like, the, the Remain campaign is um, appealing to people's minds and the Leave campaign is appealing to people's hearts. And that, that was, like, of the segment of undecided voters. And, and you just saw that that, that worked in a way that just... And, and I just thought I could see myself as that Remain campaign guy just trying to get through with facts and just being right. And just... It was just like, shit, I would have made exactly the same... I would have done exactly the same thing same, as that yeah. guy. I would have said exactly the same thing and it would have had exactly the same result. Well, the, there's this belief thing. and We've discussed this, that whole mm. thing, like what I believe is attached to who I am. And, and I don't necessarily yeah. need to change somebody's beliefs i just need to affect their actions so you can believe Mm. in believe in whatever you want but i need you to vote you know okay you believe immigrants vote leave you believe nhs vote leave you believe whatever so i've just got to find the beliefs and in in the course of that conversation he highlighted to me this new sort of evangelical website that exists called um care for creation or something mm. so they're evangelical christian climate activists right, yeah. who are who are back you know we're not we're not denying creationism this is for creationists yeah. uh, but the argument is uh, you know god created this for us we must look after it rather than going through the now listen creation is not a thing and you must believe in evolution before you can believe in climate mm. change i don't you know we are i think certainly I am guilty of this and that sort of factual argument is obsessed with I need you to agree with me or I need you to understand why I think a thing or, or why because because my I think the fundamental problem I have is that I don't think I believe in climate change I think I know that climate change is real and so I want somebody to know it too rather mm. than to believe it, if you see what I mean. Mm. And it's actually... So in a weird way, my my belief that I know stuff hampers me because I believe that it's important that everybody should know things rather mm. than believe... You know what I mean? It's a bit... I don't mm. know if that's a bit it's, too <laughs> tenuous, weird Well, no, I'm, like, I'm trying to sort of it, get my head around it, but... It but it's just, kind of like, you know, uh, the, the, the bit that they the Leave campaign did that... The Remain campaign, and it's still now when we argue on the internet, when we talk to our friends about politics, we still want to sort of go, no, 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 that's not how the world works. And this is why you can't believe immigrants are evil. Mm. Well, actually, we just need to go, hey, you know, you're an immigrant. I'm an immigrant. We're all immigrants, <laughs> you know, whatever. Yeah. You know, like there is this whole conversation about the ends and the means. And we have to, and it's user-centric design, isn't it? It's, it's, <laughs> you've got to just think about their perspective and come from their perspective. And yeah. that's I, that's not necessarily a pleasant place to be, is it? It's like... No. Mm, but then there are like fundamental universal truths of being human and this is and, and that's part of what I, what I still don't know how I'm going to connect that to my blank state thing because I think it is a bit all high-minded and sort of like thought experimenting I don't know how I'm going to connect that back to people's kind of inner fears and hopes and dreams like 
maybe that's not my area of expertise. Maybe I am just going to, you know, focus on academic-minded or, you know. But maybe just the existence of it introduces the idea that these things aren't boring. Well, yeah. That you can play with them. You know, Mm. that that would be an achievement to have people play the game of what if, whoever they are. yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, yeah. what if your what if doesn't have to be based on some fancy academic data? It could mm. be simply be a thought experiment down the pub going, what if we all agreed to, you know, hold hands when we walk down the street? What would happen? <laughs> you know, do you know what I mean? It's that yeah. sort of like you're not going to act to change if you don't believe that it's possible. If you can play with something, that's a positive. If we can think about this stuff without just getting bummed out. I think that's yes. a fucking huge win because <laughs> so many people, and me included, like, I just can't even. I just don't want yeah. to feel sad. I just want to no. get drunk. We can think about this stuff without getting bummed out should be a new tagline for our, for our <laughs> podcast. That's what we're aiming for. That is what we want to be effective yeah. with. How can we think about the coming climate apocalypse <laughs> without getting bummed out and without taking drugs? But also be effective. And this is this is the whole I'm just yeah. like, done good is working for us because it does bum me out that you're being me. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, and... I don't think the Leave campaign used any humour, did they? Probably, I, 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 They sort of showed some little versions of the adverts and it was things like competitions, like bet on the outcome of something or other and then they'd use that to harvest people's data or like, would you trust, how much do you trust this person? And there didn't seem to, from the dramatisation and from Dominic Cummings' writings himself, I don't think humour plays any part in it. So that's worrying. That is... I don't know what that was. I mean, it's, it's a, well, a similar parallel. I was driving back with my, I had my Croatian cousin in the van and we were, we were playing my daughter a few bits of Croatian music, blah, blah, blah. And then we got onto this sort of theme that the Croats do incredibly well, which is highly nationalistic call to arms type music you know mm. i was i was translating some of the football chants during the world cup to some of my friends they're like these are all war references I'm like, yep. <laughs> anyway so um and we listened to one of these songs and it's impossible while listening to this song to not sort of like put your fist to your heart <laughs> and you know swear allegiance to the croatian nationalist you know it's, it's just designed to raise these huge yeah. emotions in music you. is ah, you, like, i forget sometimes like the music power a- the power of music to speak directly to your emotions even without the words contrast that and 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 we i had this cousin i had this conversation with my cousin i was like we need to put out a version of this song that is about protecting the the environment of Croatia. You know, we need to flip the words on this song. You know, imagine the power we could have if all these people are like drummed mm. up and ready to fight. If we had them drummed up and ready to ban fracking <laughs> or drummed up and ready to turn down their heating yeah. or turn up their aircon or whatever it is, right? Yeah. And so this was a conversation we had jokingly, which we've done absolutely naff all about. Um, 
And then I was contrasting that to this, there's an Extinction Rebellion song because they, they do sort of pop-up choir things and I've been trying to learn the song. <laughs> Not that I'm a particularly good singer, but I figure if it's an outdoor thing, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. But it, it's a beautiful, gentle song mm. that can be sung a cappella. It's very sad. It's taken me literally hours of listening to it to not well up immediately because <laughs> okay. I was like I can't go and join this choir thing if when I open my mouth after the second word I'm gonna go <laughs> so so I've been listening it's very reminiscent of sort of the 60s folky protest songs you know very Joan yeah, Baez that's what makes me very not like that. really listen to it but um yeah, I'll, it's I'll like, but, but you know so it has that sort of like la 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 and oh I'm sorry and it's all very sad but pretty you know? my mum and I have been learning this song we're gonna pop along tomorrow hmm. morning to do that but I'm not sure what actually it's good. Yes, it'll tick the awareness and it's an opportunity. You know, I'm very curious to see what, what effect that has. But it's definitely not going to be like, come on, let's get rid of yes. it. And I, and, I, and I think we need some of that. Come on, let's protect our earth. Let's protect our children. Let's protect our lifestyle. Let's protect our lives. Yeah, and let's face uh, it, like, people are already aware. Like, for decades we've been aware of climate change yeah yeah right? absolutely awareness isn't the problem here it's it powerlessness it's it's the fact mm. that you don't feel like you can do anything so i think you're right like if, if, if it could turn it from a everything is sad and a disaster remember yeah we know if it was a right we're gonna all do this and it's gonna be enormous and we will have sovereignty over our environment <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And we will have cut. We will be like lions, courageous, and controlling and I, a destiny once more against the fate <laughs> of evil polluters. Unless <laughs> have got a fist in the air, one on our heart, and one in the air. Um, I think that's what we need to do. Michael, you're the musician. Yeah, no, it's a lot to do, isn't there? Get a tip. We'll add that to your to-do I'll, list. I'll look at a remix. Make software. Or like, make some music. Because, no, but I think like I, it's something I have been electing a bit. I did do. So, I have done some music for my first video on this, but it's it's okay. But I should probably try and make it have a bit of that sort of soaring kind of like bigness to it. Soaring um, bigness, yes, that's what we need. <laughs> soaring bigness. Soaring bigness. <laughs> It's your Trump anniversary. It is. Let's talk about Donald Trump in terms of his effectiveness, shall we? Mm. Because I think he's very effective at being famous. Yes, very effective at that. But he doesn't seem to be... I mean, we're, what are we, 18, 19, 20 days into the government shutdown in the US at the time of recording? He's not very effective at running a government, is he? He's, he's, he's literally said something about, well, I can't make a deal with them because they're just unreasonable. And I thought your thing was making deals. <laughs> I thought that was where, where you were supposed to be at your most effective, Donald. And now you're saying, but they won't give me exactly what I want. Just a load of other possibilities that I'm going to ignore. He's not really effective at the job he's got. He's effective at... Except he's effective at getting chosen for the job he's got. In a yeah. weirdly messed up way. What makes him so effective at being famous? Because I want to do competitor analysis because they're winning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, let's okay. actually try and put our fingers <laughs> on what it is that is making them, allowing them to win. The, the sort of effectiveness of being famous, I think, is an interesting trait of these people. Like Boris, like Trump, like Gove, like Jacob Rees-Mogg, like 
Kim Kardashian, like Kanye, you know, like yeah. people whose objective is to be famous mm. no matter what. Mm. You like Jade Goody, you know, like if you go back, it's like there's there's a campaign. I'm sure I sent you the link yesterday, which is like an, some online account. They've published a politician's tweet that absolutely contradicts what they're standing for today. Mm. And it's that sort of power no matter what. Boris Johnson has been, you know, Theresa May's presentations of her saying that, you know, without the EU, we're nothing, <laughs> la, la, la. And now she's, Brexit means Brexit. And mm. we've got like Jeremy Corbyn, where I have just voted Remain because Remain is the blah, blah, blah. So there's this kind of like leadership stroke power stroke fame without principle. Mm. That trait that they seem to have, which is, you know, there's no such thing as bad publicity type mm -hmm. phrase they don't care about the path uh, the artist that we both know told me a story that in the 80s he was in the albert hall out for drinks with somebody and he got introduced to boris johnson as oh you must meet this young man he will be prime minister one day mm. and that man's you know boris's objective is to be prime minister one day to be in politics and he doesn't really care about the paths to that. No. Dominic Cummings, the Leave campaign, had their objective was to get the UK to vote Leave. And they didn't really care what games had to be played. There was mm. no principle. There's no morality in the path. There's yeah. no respect for other people. They did. They did have this. 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 And it was something I did see in the blogs as well. Like they did have this thread of him being a bit embarrassed about the stuff that Farage and that lot were doing, and kind of trying to distance themselves from the sort of overt racists. So it wasn't entirely kind of divorced. But then they did let them, and then. And there is a conversation at the end it's like well you still let them do that you still allow yeah. you know you didn't there's, just, there's, a, there's you know. a, a long line between i'm slightly embarrassed by being friends with racists and distancing yourself and actively do, what's the you know i don't know yeah, being no, clear I that this is myself as i was saying that because i realized that it was because that one of the criticisms was you you know you know that was wrong yeah, and you know this your... thing of you know facts aren't facts anymore, experts aren't experts. Balance is just putting on some crank on the other side and thinking that that's okay. Like you are allowing this to happen as part of your strategy. You can't sort of deny you. You, you know no. you got to take responsibility for that. So yeah, he's just as guilty. You know, for the for one of my recent projects, I was interviewing people who campaign on certain issues. So they're. Yeah. they're sort of career campaigners uh, who and one of the questions I got asked was whether you could, those are transferable skills and I don't really think they are if you are go, oh, for this type, they're the kind of people who campaign for sustainable fishing uh, campaign for universal access to health care, they campaign for, um, for uh, fairer pricing in the pharmaceutical industry. You know, mm. these are big, you have to have very strong principles to go into battle for these things. Um, but there, one thing that was common across all of them is the sort of positive energy constantly doing things talking to anybody but absolutely the three or four um, participants that I had that were the because it was qualitative interviews they were all massively informed 
on their subject area. They wouldn't be making something up on the way to a meeting. Mm. They were relying on knowledge and data to form. They were also, as well as that, they were relying on understanding their opponents' motivations. Mm. But they're the people that are trying to influence politicians. So one of the quotes was, I need to make it so that's it, that it's embarrassing for this politician to to not do what I'm recommending. Mm. I need to make it so that if I'm if I'm selling this idea to a politician, I need to use phrases like "this will make you a national hero." Mm. Um, so it's sort of manipulating the the egos and ambitions of these politicians with data, but also making sure those little kind of like "you will be a national hero" or "look what the prime minister of this country has achieved by doing that." You could do that too. Mm. Understanding who their competition is. This will make you even better than America was one of the lines that somebody quoted <laughs> when they were <laughs> pitching to another president of some, you know, they were like, you know. Should we be all reading Machiavelli and Sun Tzu and all this stuff? Is that something we should we should be doing to beat these people? Is that one of the keys to their success or is it just uh, sort of stuff that gives them the confidence to be completely unprincipled and completely sort of like they're focused on the rules of the game and not the values behind anything. My definition of my own identity, my belief of my own identity, part of that is that I believe, think, whatever, that I have respect for other people, whoever they are. And then to start being truly manipulative just makes me itch. It's, it's disrespect. It's, it's like it you think you are more than that other person and your goal is to manipulate them. Like I've been accused by my... I've been accused by my brother of manipulating him and I was like, what? And then I'm kind of like thinking back on it and I'm like, well, I mean, I'm trying to manipulate you to become a happier, richer person. Is that still manipulation? Is that still me well. trying to make you do something that you... Or is it just me coming in with an idea of something that you could do and trying to sort of push you to that because I can see a path to happiness for you. But you see, manipulation has a name. Maybe we need a different word because, you know, educating, helping, cooperating, all these words, they all involve manipulation. For you to get a piece of work done in an office, changing the way you speak, hi, would you mind terribly? It'd be really helpful if you could do this thing for me versus you've got to do that. You know, like all these different ways that we, they're all manipulating. Well, they are. They're all trying to get somebody to do a thing. All we do all day is is try and manipulate the world to be what we want it to be. It's like, but that's not what Boris Johnson is doing. Boris Johnson, Donald Trump is doing is... You know, you hear about him, like I heard about uh, uh, Russell Brand on his uh, thing talks about when he met Donald Trump and just saying he's really nice to you. He's so nice to you. And he's like, isn't this interesting? He sort of says, take anything in this office. You can, you know, as as a souvenir. It's very hard when someone's just... You're brilliant. I love you. You're a really fine, fine person. Yeah, Um, yeah. You know, that's how he operates, isn't he? And I heard how one of the things about what made him successful was that he's not playing to the television. He's not playing to the secondary audience. He's playing to the people in the room, the people in front of him, the energy of those people. And that's the thing, like, you, there is that one person at a time thing that you have to yeah. do. And I've tried to, like, get my, you know, stuff that I make 
get a mass of people to care about it. But no one gives a shit about like a blanket Facebook post. As soon as you get a group, te a text message, and it doesn't have your name or something in it that makes you think, oh, that's probably a group text message. Yeah, yeah. You just, but, yeah. it's just not got any status in your life anymore. You're no, like, no. Eh. you sort of feel a bit stupid if you reply to it as though it was just written to you. I, I think there's something about the motives and the motivations. Now, in the in the world where we're manip you know, we're now manipulating the people we love to behave in a way that's better for them or that yeah. we think is better for them or we believe is better for them because it's all grey isn't it it's ethic it's we a, can't it's know the future but no, we're we competing with people that say they do know the future but, but our a... intentions are for them to gain something yeah, whereas yeah. the problem is with with Boris Johnson this young man's going to be Prime Minister one day is that the, whatever manipulations he's doing they are for his gain primarily if yeah, yeah, we yeah. gain from it, it that is luck that is just fortunate that something that will serve him well will also serve us well when you're manipulating your brother to be happier you are primarily the goal is for them as a side effect you're likely to feel better about yourself and feel happy and frankly maybe i'll have to you know, deal if, with less shit like yeah if my, <laughs> if my siblings are all happy and my family's all happy my life is easier because i'm not dealing with their but i can you know i can spend more time focusing on on myself or whatever you know like so, not solving other people's problems so <laughs> there is a selfishness but the selfishness is definitely secondary whereas in a boris johnson selfishness is primary and any other benefits or effects are secondary and I, mm. maybe that's the distinction yeah yeah so is the leave but then the leave campaign is that how was is that can you call that selfishness well, it, well it's selfish in that the goal has been defined away from the consequences to other people so it's they've not gone oh well like if everyone votes leave hang on a minute so we'll we'll get our objective of you know avoiding the ai apocalypse mm. <laughs> But uh, people might not have enough food or medicine. Hmm. Maybe this is not the best way to achieve our goal. That 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 doesn't seem to have been part of the rationale. So, a uh, little personal story. Uh, somebody that I was, in uh, fact, an ex-boyfriend. Because I have this habit when I'm talking to people, I will change how I speak. It's not conscious. It's just the way I do. You know, if I'm talking to somebody who thinks they're very clever and highfalutin, I will try and speak cleverly and mm -hmm. highfalutin. And if I'm not, I won't, blah, blah, blah. And I do reflect and I pick up accents. And it's um, <laughs> apparently, it's a sign of a good communicator. According to my ex-boyfriend, it was abhorrent. Oh, dear. <laughs> which I thought was a very strong word and probably rang the bell of the end of our relationship. Mm -hmm. But when you are walking up to somebody at work and you and you sort of do the which is manipulative, or is it or is it just polite? I don't know. Where you sort of go, hi, <laughs> please. I'm really lost, or I don't know where that thing is. And please, can you help me? And perhaps make your your demeanour and your voice more whatever you know mm. helpless. What are the negative consequences to that person? Okay, they might they might prioritise your thing over. Do you want to? It's not. I don't know. I don't well, think it's selfish. The irony of this is that they will probably actually ultimately feel good for helping you. So you know, so you're doing them a favour. <laughs> <laughs> when it is technological, when it is using something like Facebook, on the one hand, they had a lot of money to spend on ads, but on the other hand, that same technology that they exploited, should we be exploiting it in the same way? Well. Although I did notice that when I did, you know, I made my songs after the Trump, after Trump got elected, my sort of sad song about, like, um, that I put on Facebook. And then when I tried to promote it 
on Facebook ads, they were like, no, it's political. So they, they've got sort of controls on things that I don't know how something like the Leave campaign was. It, is it that they had to kind of sign something to say that they're taking responsibility or is it that it's evolved since then? Maybe you have to be declared to be a political organisation. Or it might just be that, like, you know, that Cambridge Analytica were using a database that leaked, that was obtained from Facebook before they tightened up their security. So it's, it's the hacking. And also a lot of what they were doing was not if you'd have, if if their little personality questionnaire came your way it would it wasn't necessarily overtly political like you said oh, no, the that competition certainly wasn't no but you know, but, yeah. but you like you were saying the example of the leaf thing going you know bet on who's the outcome of this and yeah. that's how they there's lots they could have done that wouldn't have been obviously, obviously yeah yeah so, so it's that's like how do you get under do. the radar of what the, is deemed as being Promoting then, the blank state quiz. But that's a whole um that's a whole different skill, right? That's like I when you believe in values as I do and you do, like when you're my attitude to technology is values based. So it's like here's what the technology's supposed to be, here's what it's supposed to do. I'm gonna put this in Minecraft terms. I watched this guy building these elaborate Minecraft structures and he it's, it's kind of crazy. It was very it was very interesting. I, this is a bit of a tangent, but um, I think it kind of comes back to the point. Um, he's, you sort of figure out when you play one, uh, Minecraft for long enough, you start to realise that you, there are certain ways to harvest resources in the optimal way. That some of these involve things like human farms. So they'll like build oh, yeah. up these farms, they'll sort of breed humans and then grind them up and turn them into or mob. Like so, there's enemies fall down and drop loot, and you can kind of do things in a certain way. And you know that because of the way the AI in the app or that the sort of behaviors work, there's ways you can exploit that in order to just kind of farm hundreds of these sort of monsters falling to their death and getting ground up, and you get all the resources. But the problem is when you up and I watched him as he upgraded to the new version of Minecraft and all his shit broke because it was all sort of like hacking at the edges of how the thing worked and then I I think you could sort of see the frustration the pain and that's a thing that I don't want to deal with that sort of thing because it's not the point at the end of the day, the technology. The technology is, like, I want to learn the thing and learn how to do it in a way that's sustainable and, and will be the sort of knowledge that I can take through with me as I develop my skills in the technology. The The converse of that is spammers and scammers and people that fight, like, SEO hackers and growth hackers and, and this whole industry about which is all aimed at the particular version of the technology as it exists now and it's sort of like time limited knowledge it's like there is this hack there is this exploit in google that will probably last for another couple of weeks and we will charge a lot of money to kind of exploit this before google notice it and so it shut and that's very effective isn't it that can be very effective yes but it's a different attitude to technology for a start on the Google note, it just reminded me of a story. I was at a, a client once, actually, probably a couple of years ago, and Google came in for a meeting. It's a very wealthy client type thing. Uh, it definitely was not canonical or Ubuntu. This, <laughs> but uh, they, uh, they, I don't say that for wealth. I say that for principles point of view. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, um, Google basically came in and go, you know, for the right money, we'll make sure that your competitors don't appear in the search results. You know, it's like it really was that conversation. It's you know, Money it's is all a... dirty, all of it. Yeah. And so, and the question is whether you want to get dirty, 
or you want to remain principled or you can. I mean, one of the things I wrote down when you're talking, it's like this sort of knowing right from wrong. And then immediately I was like, well, how do you know you're right and how do you know you're wrong? It's like if I'm doing something wrong, I feel a bit sick. Mm. That is, you know, we've discussed that. You know, it's yeah. like, how do you know that what you're doing is just icky? It's probably because it makes you feel icky. Yeah. And so, you know, if you want to plough through that feeling, you know, because you've got some goal that you think is worth it, that's an interesting question. Mm. You know, may if do I, and that's, I think, a question to us, do we think being effective in helping to prevent the climate apocalypse is it worth feeling icky for? Is it worth feeling sick for? Is there a cost-benefit analysis? Is there a sacrifice we're willing to make to be yeah, effective yeah, 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 yeah. in this? And what is that? What would that be? Would that, in terms of manipulating people, in terms of money, right? Like these platforms, yeah, yeah. you can either try and hack them or you can just pay them, which yeah. you just made very clear. And I'm seeing on, you know, my new this new Facebook project, I'm just going to have to give Facebook money if I want to get my shit seen. Right? <laughs> yeah. There's no way yeah, around yeah, yeah. it. Like there's, there, it. they've got a lot of very smart people kind of making sure the opportunities for hacking it are very limited. But if you've got money, they'll share yeah. your stuff around. They oh, will show yeah. it to people. And I, I do want to like figure out, okay, if money is the thing, if money is such a factor in this, okay, let's do the Kickstarter. And well, another one of my theories that I couldn't possibly back up with personal sort of results, but it's something I'm trying. It's like, it's hard to get people to just, like Boris Johnson, I don't know how far he'd get with a Kickstarter campaign or a Patreon. Maybe he'd do well, but like those things kind of live on what can this do for you? I think a lot of politics is, is sort of like bargaining with people's self-interest about something. That is like, when I am prime minister, I will not forget that you did this for me. So people like bargaining with their future, with the outcome, with the result of something that may or may not ever happen, but it's they're sort of appealing to that self-interest. So it, where uh, I think an effective Patreon, often you kind of like have to give people something extra for them to give you the money or a Kickstarter, you've got to give them the product for probably cheaper than it will ultimately be like yeah sorry my my point was about money and it's like getting money off people and it and it and yeah. it has to appeal to their self-interest and it has to appeal to you know it has to seem like a good investment to them i mean it depends how much you're asking for i i give money to things you know that are I know that the, the Labour Party works on sending out emails going, hi, if you just give us eight quid each, we've got loads of money. If you give us three quid each, we've got loads of money. <laughs> I think the money thing is an interesting, but so is this personal cost thing. What feels worse, imagining the climate apocalypse or feeling a bit bad because you've conned a few people into not flying ever again or I don't know or writing to their but you know if you had all those leave voters suddenly getting their knickers in a twist over climate change but you know climate change means climate change you know maybe we'd get some action do you know what I mean like maybe we if if that seems to be like if why haven't why aren't we having a referendum on the fact that climate change should be the number one priority for the country why isn't it you know, yeah. like, how do we get that on the table so that then we can sit there going, ah, oh, the will of the people is to survive. Yeah. You know, what? what's the non-referendum equivalent is, you know, not 100,000 people signing a petition for government to debate, but 20 million people. You know, how? what is the leave number? What did they win by? Because it's not a... 
It's X. It's not that much. It it's was not that a many. Of million you know, or uh, if you could submit a, pe- a petition to Parliament that had had fifteen million signatures on it, how could they ignore that? Fucking petitions, though. They don't seem to do very I much. Know, do they? I, I know, but I know. Or marches. Or like this or, is the thing. What isn't effective? Marching doesn't what? seem to do shit. Although uh, you know, this this that uh, maybe there's a delayed. Maybe it's just like shows, gives the politicians pause next time they're going to try something like this. But it certainly doesn't seem to stop the thing that's already in motion. The the thing that does change for sure is civil disobedience. There is no every movement, Gandhi, Mm. (laughs) Martin Luther King, Mm. the suffragettes, Mm. everybody who has created effective societal change has done so via civil disobedience and pro you know like so not just protest active civil disobedience doesn't have to be violent civil disobedience violence doesn't seem to be the factor it is ongoing relentless civil disobedience um and you know in a lot of that there will be illegal acts there will be things that are at least violence to property if not people but that is what that is if you look at history that is where change happens I'm not cut out for that sort of thing. Well, there's some interesting... It's like this choir thing that I'm doing tomorrow. That's been interesting. I'll report back on that. But the other thing that... uh, On that note, a story that um, somebody was telling me, they were walking down... You know the day when Extinction Rebellion stopped a lot of the streets in London? They kept stopping them for five minutes, letting traffic Mm. crews stopping them. And he said he was walking along and there was a woman near to him looking like any other office worker who had... She had a backpack on. And he said, and as she was walking, she reached into a backpack pulled out a banner um gave the other end to the person walking next to her and they just walked out into the road and stopped the traffic (laughs) and he said and then he looked down the road and that had happened at a few different places down the road so it's completely coordinated beautifully executed non-violent civil disobedience Mm. and it's that kind of thing that makes every person that stopped in traffic every person i'm I'm actually getting a bit goose pimply telling the story (laughs) i was like because it sounds you know that's nobody came to any harm people got delayed you know they had to sit in traffic for a minute or two and think about the consequences of their actions (laughs) but it was only five minutes Perhaps somebody did get delayed and get to work, da, da, da. Mm. but you know, if you were doing your risk analysis on the okay, what are the negative potential negative side effects of all those people in traffic? Somebody might have got delayed by five minutes and therefore got into trouble at work. I doubt, you know, like really mm. in London. So, so yeah. that's something that ugh, fucking is like you see, I mean, I'm I, doubling down on stuff I can do online because obviously. That was effective as well um, but, recently, but yeah. What would online civil disobedience look mm. like? So you've got full-on hackers, so you've got the people like the white hat hackers who mm. have like hacked into the CIA and put a little GIF on the homepage, yeah. that kind of thing, which even that is a criminal offence and I understand why it is, uh, but I don't. But actually I don't think it's much different to graffitiing a wall, yeah. you know, which is also a criminal offence, but anyway, la, 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 la. In Trumpiversary land, you know, what if I was to uh, tweet his account using uh, uh, some sort of bot so that he tweets his account every 10, 15 seconds? Is that illegal? Am I doing anything wrong? If I if I email, if I created an email that sent him sent him my tweet 10,000 times, 5,000, 100, a million, you know, like something that would be inconvenient, but not illegal. What is the online 
Civil disobedience equivalent of going to sit at the front of the bus. It's writing an earnest post on Facebook about how you're leaving Facebook and if you want anyone to talk to you, yeah, just maybe ring me up. <laughs> yeah, just use my phone because <laughs> um, if you're my friend, you've got my number. Um, like, what, what are the online equivalents to these things um, that are just to, to, you know, use an account you're not supposed to, 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 to sit somewhere you're not supposed to, I, I don't know. And I think, I think that if that's where the world is and that's where the access is, maybe that's where we should be playing. What is the online equivalent of 10 different people through London walking out into a road and stopping traffic? What is that? What is the virtual version? Because if you did, for example, if you replaced, you know, you get people go to Facebook and everyone sees the same thing at the same time. Mm. You've had to have hacked in and you are actually yeah. actively doing something that is properly prison time illegal. <laughs> yeah. So what could you make not work for two minutes? Yeah, I mean, I think, this all comes, I think this all comes down to hacking. So it's like, what's your yeah, target? There's no other way. Yeah, it's all about because the whole thing it's hacking because it's going against the grain of how the, it's fine. Mm holes in how the technology is intended to operate and so in real life we have our laws of how things are supposed to work and breaking the law is a lot kind of easier to do than online where the rules are digital and they're a lot more strict yeah, but what if you did like a coordinated everybody changes their twitter account name to extinction rebellion mm. at the same time or yeah. everybody posts That's on instagram one. the same picture at the same time so you go to your face your your instagram feed and 90 percent of the pictures are just some extinction rebellion picture or you know like that that is a hack that is, that a is good not idea. an illegal hack yeah yeah and uh, just uh, it's like the flash mob like yeah you the know. Fla online flash mob yeah that's a um, that's a good one Let's get on yeah. Reddit and like start this up. <laughs> but it requires coordination of humans, yeah, not yeah. technology. And I think that's the key thing. Thanks very much for listening. If you like the podcast, go to grandpodcast.com. If you want to do good deeds, go to donegood.app. If you want to brainstorm a different reality, a different type of country, come to blankstate.org. And where can people find you, Ivanka? So you can find me at Ivanka on Twitter. I'd also encourage you to check out Extinction Rebellion online, rebellion.earth, uh, so that you can start having a little think about how you might like to join in with some civil disobedience to save the world and the future generations and yourself, frankly. The other place you can find me is michaelforestmusic.com. All the music on this is mine, of my creation. And um, yeah, come and give us a review and shit. Come and uh, say what you think and share it and all that, would you? Please tell us, tell your friends, write reviews, rate stuff, that kind of thing. Be nice. The more people join in the conversation, the more chance we all have of not feeling too bummed out by the current situation. And the more effective we can potentially be. This is grand. This isn't Michael and Ivanka's little hobby podcast. This is Michael no. and Ivanka's grand motherfucking one day a week of billable hours. And that's a lot of, that's not cheap billable hours. No. I, I'm, I'm not afraid to say <laughs> um, uh, that we are dedicating to this. So, you know, we're fucking serious about this. We are. So uh, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. <laughs> bye. 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 bye.